0: all right all right here we are in the idle moment of the idle hour chatter i'm your host marshall <laughs> doan this is my guest chris Hyde. you know what
1: i'm gonna use it as an intro <laughs> we're gonna call it as an intro and we're gonna call it good i don't even care this is gonna be kind of a fun uh who cares episode so thanks for joining me today marshall um you know it's not because I couldn't find anybody else that wanted to come on, just because I really wanted to have you on again, you know? No, but for real, that first one was kind of interesting, kind of getting my feet wet and kind of breaking <clears throat> ice for you talking in front of a camera with a bunch of circly, glittery lights. Yeah, not really. Yep, but, that's me. Uh, yeah, so... <clears throat> I wanted to talk a little bit today cuz we're going to have a little bit of fun play some Call of Duty a little bit later after we're done the podcast.
0: Yeah, nobody get their hopes up.
1: Um, yeah, I already watched a couple of Marshall's games and um
0: They were warm up games. He wasn't
1: he wasn't a pro player, but he wasn't like really bi- No, he was really bad. Um <clears throat> he was still the best one on the team.
0: Thought I was holding my own. Um it was a it was
1: a free for all. No. <laughs>
0: You sat no. there and said, wow, man, you're so great.
1: You should go pro. I'll sponsor you just to see you get humiliated <laughs> in
0: front of a bunch of six-year-olds. <laughs> you know what? If I got money, that I'd do it. If I got that YouTube money, if I got those Twitch subscribers paying me, you'd be, able, suck, you'd be able to play
1: 22 hours a day. you can
0: get better at the game. Go from that .3 to the .7. Hopefully. Dude, I've been playing first-person shooters for like, <laughs> God, how old am I? 28? I've been playing them for like... Twenty years now, I'm still not any better than it was when I was sixteen. <laughs>
1: uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, so we didn't really have a topic to go over today, but I figure, you know what, since we're gonna play some COD here, uh, you are substantially younger than I am. What was the first game system you remember playing as a kid?
0: Uh, okay. First one was the and and I have very faint memories of this. This It was the Super Nintendo, and uh, my dad actually uh, just drug it out of the closet one day and was just like, oh, I still got this thing. Uh, we'll we just give it to the kids and let them entertain themselves for a while. And uh, that's how I got turned on to, uh, I think it was one of the Super Mario games.
1: Would yeah, it, Would it be was... uh, Super Mario World? I think it was the first one there for Super Nintendo. That, that was the biggest one. Honestly, I don't remember too many... I guess Mario brother games for the Super Nintendo. I mean, you had all the other ones like Yoshi Island. And... Yeah, I don't
0: remember any of them. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I just I
0: played that one and uh, it was just kind of a fleeting thing because it's a Super Nintendo. And... and you weren't very old. Gosh, I was probably like five or six years old. Yeah, and I mean, so you I really couldn't
1: was... you really couldn't appreciate it no. like, you, like you would have like if you went and got it. I mean, I've played some of the older ones now, and it just it feels so weird, especially if I play the N sixty four. I don't know how I held the controller with hands half the size that I have now. It was such an yeah. awkward controller. It's like, hey, I got an idea, guys. Let's go ahead and put, like, three different controllers and put, you know, the direction pads on opposite sides and then put a bunch of buttons in the middle and the sides. So you basically need three hands in order to
0: operate properly. Do you remember properly. some of those games you had to walk with the, the yellow <laughs> buttons, like, forward, backwards, left, and right, and there was, like, rarely any where you could, like, hold the 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 top and right button, and walk like diagonal right. Oh was, yeah, the yellow button. It yeah. was well, so that, hard to walk in those games. That so. was like
1: part like with the 007, the Golden Eye game, because mm-hmm. that's how some of the moving mechanics was. And when I played, and your
0: your aiming actually was the joystick in the middle, but yeah, right. Your but then it was on a right. Well, right.
1: But then it was like a little a little uh, I don't know, like a aiming like a round circle in the middle of your screen, and that's all that moved. So it's not like now where you can kind of strafe and you can kinda of move around the same time. Yeah, I should've should have got a N sixty four controller just to like put that on there to uh, kinda show the difference. I like Xbox over Yeah over no, the Playstation. Jump, the it, jump
0: from N sixty four to like the two joysticks, like that, that was a huge jump. Because again well everybody
1: went with it because well yeah Playstation <clears> one <throat> and their original controller did not have analog sticks they were still the straight d-pad just like your generic controller like you would have for like nintendo and stuff like that yep it was not until later on they added the analog sticks which i want to say was probably three years or so before the
0: ps2 came out and um that's that's my next one i went from n64 to ps2 I didn't follow anything you, linearly. I just because yeah, the consoles as my parents could. PS1,
1: on. I want to say, came out in 95-ish? 95, 96? Right in that ballpark?
0: That sounds about right, yeah.
1: Might have been a little earlier than that because I can't remember. I remember, see, because I went from NES to. I kind of played both Sega and Super Nintendo because they were kind of like. They were the competing systems at the time. I mean, you didn't. That was a little bit before you had PlayStation. You did have Dreamcast, but I think that was on like a higher. Higher pay scale; it was more expensive for everything because that was more that was like the first disc, um, gaming console that there was, so that was kind of like beyond everybody else's reach. And Sega and Nintendo had generally the same games. I know a lot of people liked like Mortal Kombat had more like blood and gore, yeah, in Sega than it did on Super Nintendo, and that's why a lot of people did steer more towards the Sega. Yeah, that's direction. back.
0: In, that's back when they were uh, rating all the the video games too, and everything. Um, I think there were there were very few games that came out that had such blood and gore that like weren't um, rated with a little ESRB, you know, uh, E for everyone, T for teenagers. Um, M for mature, mature yep. eighteen and up only. Which let's let's be real, like nobody followed those guidelines anyways. Well, it was it was followed bucks. a lot
1: more back then than it is nowadays. I mean, you go, I mean, kids can go into the game store most time unless you're buying it at Walmart or something like that. They're not even gonna ask how old you are yeah. for the most part.
0: Huge shout out to uh, everybody in our local video villager back in the day because those guys were cool enough to let little fourteen year old Marshall rent uh, rated M games. Um, you know, none of them are super, super bad, though. You yeah, know, but like looking back on it, there's a games out now that are just, you know, well deserving of ratings uh, over him, I think. But like, I don't know. I'm not a dad. I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kids, right?
1: <laughs> well, and you see, like, you look at it, and like back around my time, I mean, there weren't any games that were considered like really gory or like for mature audiences until Mortal Kombat came around. And everybody's like, oh, the blood and gore and stuff. If you go back and look at like Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, it's like, what? I'm pretty sure Mario Brothers has more blood and gore than this nowadays, you know? It's like there literally isn't much there when you look at it now. If you look at the new ones coming out now, it's brutal and there's gore. And, I mean, this, like, sick and twisted, like, imaginations go through. Which, yeah. kind of going into, like, the last Mortal Kombat movie, they kind of opened up the you know the lane to show more of that blood and gore in the in the movie and i thought that i thought it was pretty it was executed pretty well um i do think they kind of tried putting a lot more of the fatalities in the movie and they tried i mean because you figure you got like halfway through the movie and you only seen like one and then the rest of them you saw throughout the last half of the movie and it was like boom 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 they were happening like one after another like what is it uh, not Shao Kahn, um, the dude with the hat that throws—I can't even think of his name now. He did his finishing move where he throws his hat on the ground; and it's like spinning like a freaking saw blade. Oh yeah! And then he pulled yeah. the—he pulled that. Uh, was it the chick through it or something oh, like man. that? Cut
0: her in half. Yeah, I bet. So like, super, super creative uh, fatalities, and I remember those games back on. I think it was. Um, it could have been. I don't. It could have been the '64 but that had such a uh, strange uh such a strange controller layout too that you uh you know you could get like a list of like fatalities and stuff to do but you'd be like that was back what when it was sign a lot... is that button <laughs> yeah it was a
1: back then it was a lot harder to know especially before oh, the code. so long <clears throat> before everybody had like home consoles i always went to the arcade to play those games yeah and, and it's yeah, like you got how, a joystick and two how buttons. do you figure out how to how to do the finishing moves yes you see like this guy (laughs) in the freaking arcade that's just hammering out the finishing moves like oh that's badass how do you do that and it's like it's like up down down side up down a b down up down like there was a crazy amount to it and even like you get into like the older wrestling games that's how it was if you wanted to do their special move and then later on i think like in the era of like playstation 2 um i think n64 might have had it too where they added, like, you just push like, two toggle buttons and then you did their special move once their special meter was up. So it was a lot easier to do, and it was, like, because you still got that kind of, I don't know, adrenaline rush from doing that special move or something See, like I didn't that. Play much.
0: I didn't play much of the wrestling games. Um, but as far as, like, the special moves go, yeah, I think the most of those I got was, like, Mortal Kombat. Um, but I definitely remember cheat codes uh, to this day. There are, you know... <clears throat> Uh, L1, L2, R1, R2, left down, right up, left down, right up. Yep. A couple other variations of that. Right down, left up, right down, left up. Weapon sheet codes. And if I'm correct, I think that might be like weapon code 2 that gets you the uh, M16 and the rocket launcher. Um. <laughs> but those, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh. Uh, just so many, so many different ways to enjoy... Uh, games back then, especially with Chicos, they were their own little like Easter well, eggs for you, games. Then you remember that like,
1: they had Game Shark, where hmm. you'd actually plug it in the system. You can actually start messing with like a whole lot of features on. So the with games, the PlayStation
0: but... Two, the Game Shark, I never really figured it out um, because like the internet wasn't like a thing that was so easily uh, accessible to just be like, here's your, here's, well, a, here's what a Game Shark PlayStation is, Two. Like, you it. had
1: to get that extra little component thing to plug into the back of it to actually hook up. And get online with. So the Game Shark that I remembered,
0: uh, granted it might have been for the PlayStation One, but you actually put the Game Shark disc in. I think first.
1: Yeah, you load you load up whatever games that you w- want it. You load up you find like you put the disc in. And it'll have okay. The here we are figuring here. this
0: out about twenty years after <laughs> I needed to
1: know. <laughs> you scroll through the games because I remember doing this for different systems. You scroll down. You find the game you want you click on it you activate whatever cheat codes you have and then it'll tell you good to God. insert the, the game disc then you insert that and you're good to go um, an old PlayStation 1 game that i i logged a whole lot of time on i probably put 30 40 hours my first playthrough was called the legend of dragoon and it's kind of it, it's a super I underrated vaguely game remember that name It's because it was out the same time as all the Final Fantasy games were super popular. So it was overshadowed by that. Now, there's different give or takes on people's opinion about the game. Some people think the storytelling wasn't the greatest. The voice acting was definitely horrible. But if you go in and look at the cinematics in that, because it was a four-disc game. Because back at PlayStation 1, there were some games that required four discs just to fit everything on uh, for the game in it. And that was one of the best games that I ever played. I never even went through and did all the side quests and everything like that. But it, I enjoyed that game. But that was kind of the only game that I ever really played for that, other than what was some other. Big games. I mean, and uh, Twisted Metal was another one that I think was oh, around Twisted PlayStation Metal. One.
0: Are you guys wearing your rose-colored glasses? Because if not, <laughs> we're gonna get real nostalgic here real fast.
1: <laughs> um, let's see here. So yeah, I went so much of my time.
0: Oh man, not just Twisted Metal. And
1: well, GTA when Grand just Theft GTA. Auto came out on PlayStation oh, One. And that, you know, was, and that was a and that was a pretty good uh, that was a pretty good. Uh, I hope I hope
0: my life. Like once I die, I hope in those fleeting seconds you know you're you're losing consciousness i hope my life fades to black but then at the end comes up like a grand theft auto style how much time you spent doing just doing what? whatever <laughs> like i'm gonna scroll through i want to find out like how much time i spent talking on a phone uh drunkenly trying to text people at you know nine o'clock at night or you know just literally anything uh how much time i've spent uh stats good god any kind of them uh what were some of those other ones um god it goes so deep you know like people killed uh cars stolen mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff but man we're, we're we're getting into it now these were some deep games guys yeah. you could spend a lot of time on them
1: yeah that i i don't know when I was in. I mean, besides like Nintendo, because Nintendo doesn't really have competition per se. They're not competing against Sony or Microsoft because they have some of the most fun.
0: The spooky ghost. That was my phone.
1: I was like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> um, they have some of the most fun games that you can really find out there. You know, they their staples are going to be like Mario Brothers, Smash Brothers. Um, See, I
0: never bought into those you know I got uh, friends and family that uh, you know back in the day they were they were playing you know uh, crash bandicoot. And uh, the Super Mario Party games and all those fun GameCube games. Cause let's face it, the GameCube kinda sucked unless you were like a twelve-year-old kid. I never younger. really played the GameCube. That's the one because you probably weren't a twelve-year-old kid. It just it flew by. Yeah. Uh, they had a bunch of Nintendo games for it. They had a bunch of those, you know, B-rated adventure games. But yep. uh, let's those
1: tiny ass discs that they had. Let's for just the be console. honest, the
0: PlayStation 2 dominated <clears throat> uh for I think a it's... solid 12 years. <laughs> I think it actually
1: not too long ago actually outsold the original Game Boy for most consoles sold. And hmm. the PlayStation is the top-selling console of all time right now. Hmm. Um, I mean, but then again, you get into PlayStation 2, they had a lot of good games. Um, Prince of Persia, I think, started yeah. out on that. That was a phenomenal game. God of War started out on PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. Um, what are some other big ones? Um,
0: oh, my God, there's so many trilogy games. Those
1: are the, that... those are the main, one, main, main ones I played. Um, there's a lot of good single-player games. Um, But then, you know, around that time, that's when Microsoft, because I don't think the original Xbox was as popular because they were competing with the PlayStation 2, because they started out with Halo, but they still had so much competition because PlayStation, Sony had already been in the market for damn near a decade or yeah, at that point i
0: distinctly remember when the xbox came out i didn't really like hear very much about it i didn't really give a shit about xbox because i thought it was just another console that was going to be like a sega you know and why would i yeah, and at the time the controller was the ugliest
1: thing ever it's like you have all this real estate and there's only minimal buttons on the damn yeah, thing. yeah it
0: was huge i remember them being massive and for like for
1: kids it was huge kids, the kids controller yeah, was huge like, yeah controller like you know us, but-, but playstation literally up until like the last gen they really never changed the style of the controller it was pretty much you know their same style I know a lot of people that do like fighting and racing games typically lean more towards that because of the layout of the controller um, but yeah when you get into after we get into what would be like the third generation where PlayStation 3's, Xbox 360's and then you had the Wii's the Wii's dude, I remember waiting in line for a week <laughs> dude I remember what? mm-hmm um, dude, when that came, you
0: waited a week in line? No, for Wii no, bowling. no,
1: no, night, night before, dude. The Wii oh Sports to this day stands the test of time. No. That was the funnest games to play. The Wii bowling,
0: Wii golf,
1: dude. I remember we were playing and my, we were playing, I think we were playing tennis. So we were obviously doing like the swings, getting super into it when you don't really need to get that into Back it. Back to the Grand Theft Auto stats, how <laughs> many TVs did you break? <laughs> Didn't break any TVs, but it went, he, he swung, slipped out of his hand, the strap broke, and it smashed into the wall. The next day, not even joking, the next day, I got a recall for the straps from Nintendo <laughs> for oh the damn my controllers. Because the, the, awesome. the system had only been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, Wii was a completely different, you know, era. I mean, then you had the Wii U, which everybody thought was the same fucking console, but it wasn't. It was a completely new console, but everybody treated it as the same console. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it was completely different. It was, yeah, it was completely different. But I never knew. I mean, but we'll get back to, like, uh, the 360 and PlayStation 3. Uh, I started. That's where I was still on PlayStation because I went from PS1, PS2, PS3. I didn't really. I tried some of the trials. Some friends had an Xbox. I didn't really care for. I didn't really care for the games. Um, but then went and play. Uh, went to PS3, and then I had some buddies at work that were on the 360. I'm like, I don't know. I, I think the controller looks goofy. It's dumb because I got used to the analogs being right in the center there, the way the layout was. Right. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the games I played were on, you know, on PlayStation because they were exclusive, so they weren't available. On Xbox. So, yeah. you know, I finally switched over, and that's when I kind of got into COD, was when I was still on PlayStation 3 with Black Ops 1. I know a lot of people started with like Modern Warfare and stuff like that. I didn't start that early. I started with Black Ops 1. Um, and that's kind of what got me into it a little bit. I didn't, you know, play a huge amount, um, but I got into that. And then that's when I switched over to 360. And after playing it for a little bit, I'm like, I really like the controller. Like, it feels better in my hands because I'm obviously at that point, I'm more of an adult. I'm not a child anymore, so yeah. it feels better in my hands. Like the triggers, just for shooters, I think that Xbox controllers are more suited for shooter games, yes. as opposed to PlayStation, because the
0: triggers feel better. It
1: feels uh, like like if you're actually firing a you know you know a pistol or something like that. It's got well, more go of, that far, but right. But got, the trigger has got more of that feel. It's not just yeah, like so little it's not bumpers
0: like a, on the on the a flat button that stops and right, clicks. right. Yeah, you got a little bit of like some <laughs> extra vibration in there. You got Right. Like, yeah, I mean, what? Well, actually, no, I can't say that. Isn't that the uh, the newest PlayStation controllers um, have like the different modes? Yep. Yeah. I I mean, I was a huge PlayStation purist all through you know high school, middle school was like PlayStation Two. Well, I mean, I could definitely say grade school and middle school was PlayStation Two, but I think about about halfway through middle school is when uh, the Xbox came out for me, and uh, you know my buddy ended up getting a original Xbox for Halo. And, um, that's back with, uh, combat evolved. And I was like, you know, it kind of looks a little weird, you know, it's not my, not my GTA usual suspect. Right. So like, I don't know, I'll get into it, but I played a lot of different games, um, all through PlayStation. Um, I mean, I don't think there was a game in a video store rental shop that I hadn't played.
1: See, and that's another thing. When you get into, you know, back then, when we were younger, video stores were a thing. You could just go in, pay three bucks.
0: Or five five bucks for five days.
1: Right. You you play it over a weekend. Then you could actually see if you like it. And a lot of the games, you can end up beating over a weekend or whatever
0: and if you didn't beat them in a week mm-hmm. you could rent it again for three days and beat it or just don't or return
1: it and then when your parents go to you know rent another movie it's like hey you have 30 dollars in late fees yeah a little bit mad. Thing.
0: Yeah, at least it's not 60 bucks right mom <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah so like i i mean i i liked it then nowadays even if you go and buy a physical copy of Digital a disc downloads. you have to download the damn game even if you buy the disc so i've gotten to the point now it's like well it's pointless to freaking go and buy a copy i'm just gonna download it attaches with my account but the problem is like especially next gen consoles i was lucky a couple months ago I got my hand on a xbox series s i still can't find an x and i'm not about to spend a thousand dollars on a five hundred dollar console
0: yeah i uh got super lucky and another one of my good buddies actually just recently uh sold me one of his xbox ones which is not the but it's not the new the it, new x right yeah God, but there's two of them that were like they released like within a year essentially each
1: other. the only difference especially compared to the series S is the loading times mm-hmm. and it's not that noticeable but mm-hmm. for example like on this console I've got I've got uh, just Black Ops 3 uh, Cold War and Vanguard but that literally takes up like 80% of my hard drive on a 500 gig hard drive because these games are so freaking big now like the average game nowadays is 80-90 gigs minimum And that's before you get into all the updates and the season passes and you start getting all the new maps and stuff. And I'm like, you look back and I remember GTA 5 for the Xbox 360 required eight gigs of free space. That was a massive game. (laughs) It required eight gigs of free space for an entire open world game. It's
0: like a whole flash
1: drive. (laughs) That's exactly it. Like now, I mean like a terabyte anymore doesn't even really mean very much because it's going to get taken up. Especially if you're like Xbox has got the game pass now, so, you know, you pay the, I, I still haven't done that. I don't play enough games to really make it worthwhile. I mean, I probably will eventually when they stop giving the live cause I'll pay, I get the card, I pay 60 bucks. I'm good for live for a year. So then I don't have to worry about it. Like I know that was a big thing with like the 360 and the PlayStations. Like, why should I switch to 360? Because then Next just Xbox to play. Life. Mom, I
0: need an Xbox Live card right yeah. now. you gotta go to Walmart right now. They're gonna close in an hour, and I yeah. gotta play with my friends this whole weekend.
1: Yeah, and that and that's exactly it. Like with PlayStation, you played online for free, and I was like, why would I go and pay ten bucks a month just? To play online but then after the experience the experience was so much superior on xbox the game yep. like the party chat and everything yep. it was just so much better and yeah they had problems where they were down and stuff but it was a lot less frequent than playstation was at the yeah. time
0: yeah and um, i remember playstation was actually the guys that were getting hacked and uh, everybody's yep. data back before anybody really cared about their data they were the ones that were getting hacked and losing everything and
1: well now you got a playstation you got to play f- pay for playstation plus to play the game so it's yeah. essentially the it, they, it's a you you get a console whether you get because it's always playstation versus xbox well they're essentially the same thing minus a few exclusives and they both have it you know xbox has like forza well now they also have um uh god who did they just buy bethesda they bought bethesda games so they have you know oh um, really they have all these games that are going to be coming out over the next few few years that they're going to make pc and xbox exclusives well you get a playstation spider-man i think it looks like a good game i'm not really into that but i think the spider-man games on sony are just overrated mm-hmm. i don't think that's a reason that okay that's why i have playstation for spider-man
0: that was a super hot game for a while there because that had like a whole new setup for um i mean just the spider-man game itself like it yeah for the mechanics for and everything mechanics. yeah web slinging through the skyscrapers on a ps2 man that was that was some some a real hot take back then and i mean i know spider-man's super popular again right now but uh shoot toby Maguire spider-man the og the original I would definitely not say the best, but... (laughs) You know, the first two were
1: really, really good, because what was it, 2001, 2002, when the first one came out?
0: 2001, 2003, I don't know. I say that a hero can say... I need more, more, (laughs) but also less Nickelback. That was back when
1: it wasn't cool to hate Nickelback. Oh, man. Back when they were still, like, you know, they were on the top 40 all the time with, you know,
0: what, Silver Side Up? Or, no, all the right reasons they became the, the first album they became the first memed band yep. and they just they just didn't understand it it was a meme to not like Nickelback, and then the real world got back to them, and they were just like but why people <laughs> and it call went downhill them, from there I people mean,
1: call them sellouts and stuff but i'm like it's I'm like you know what man. say you're like a, a small town musician and somebody comes up lurk or labor hey Sing these stupid ass songs, and we're gonna pay you five hundred million dollars. What, the, like, what are you gonna say to that? No, no, I, my pride means too much. I'm fine working for tips, because that's essentially what it is. Like any band that's trying to get signed, they may say they're never gonna sell out, but there is a price for everything.
0: Man, it, it, they sell out. They go. They sing the stupid songs for the record executives and everything, and then they make like their own money. And then that's like the next uh, natural course of action for a musician is to like leave the record label and then make their own. Right. So then like they spend all their money that they've gained making their own record label and then making the music that they want to make. So it's like if I guess if you But then it's it's not popular. Well yeah because it's their own. Well,
1: That that rock meets grunge kind of feel. It's just not as popular as it was. It's all about shaking your ass and I don't cook. I don't clean. Well it's always
0: been about shaking Uh, ass
1: but not yeah, yet,
0: but it's a little different now. The pop punk, well, it's not pop punk, you look it's at like it, pop you country
1: stuff. That look at the a... top 40 now, even compared to 10 years ago, how much different it was. You know, 10 years ago even, you'd still have 10, 15 of the top 40 songs be rock or country. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, like, I you can't it. even go to top 100 and see a, like a, a freaking country or a rock song. Yeah. If you do, it's super uncommon and it probably started on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know, like, music is one of those things where it's just like, uh, there's always somebody out there that's just like, oh man, you know, just because you don't like it, it doesn't mean anything, let people like what they like, and to an extent, like, yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know, we've seen multiple pop culture references of people just like, pushing a button for a sound, and then it's just like, bee, boo, boo, bop, boo, boo, bop, and that's what you get over, or they're and sampling. over again
1: like you've probably you've probably started you're listening to like a random station on the radio or spotify or pandora and something comes a song starts playing and you're like oh i know this song and then something completely different oh yeah sampling oh
0: man <laughs> it's like yes. no this is no what all right i'm going to say it i'm not a huge fan of chris Stapleton's metallica cover <laughs> But there's there's some covers on there that are pretty good. I mean, sampling I'm not even is just a segue about, into covering, but I
1: mean, yeah, co- covering is one thing because then you're you know, you're knowingly doing it. But other times where it's like the same riff at the beginning or it's there's so a,
0: similar. There's a few songs out there that start off and you think it's one song and then it's, it's completely different. It's like, I can't oh, think uh,
1: of any off the top of my hand head, but I know that there's a few of them that like literally start off the same way and it's like and then a lot of times that's probably how they got so popular is because they had something that was familiar to somebody and that's kind of what kicked it off to go viral.
0: And then, yeah, it's just viral, uh, you know, marketing at that point, you know, uh, someone, you know, Miley Cyrus did a Metallica cover on their last, but you know what? It's not bad. And it's, uh, you know, Miley Cyrus did the thing. She, uh, did the record executive deals for a few years and then she branched out and started doing her own thing. She got Ratchet. I mean, yeah, I guess you could call it a ratchet bust out phase, right? That but was there was a couple of catchy
1: songs on that one album, bangers. I think it was what was the album? I wouldn't know. That was probably like six years, six seven years ago. Or it's been a while now, but she had one on there that she did, I think, with Nelly. Um, another what's another artist that did something you wouldn't think of? She Taylor Swift did one with. She did like a little rap. It's like a two minute like rap song.
0: Not my she girl. Did. I can't even <laughs> no, think of who she did. It even with. I don't know. I would have blocked that out.
1: Um, but yeah. Okay. So somehow we got into music from
0: games and stuff, but let's swizzle to the rap. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) I feel like I'm at Joe Rogan right now. Hey, can we, can we bring that up? (laughs) Oh man. For clickbait. Yeah. jeez. so, I mean, it gets back to, back to games. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in my history, it went from uh, a PlayStation two, which just dominated for like a decade to, uh, Yeah, into the Xbox, and then just soon after that it was Xbox 360. Good God, like, I mean, when new consoles came out for a while there, it was just, like, you know, a whole new, like, eye-opening thing because you're always expecting games to come out for consoles, and the console is going to last you a long time, like the PlayStation 2 did. Um, But, you know, when the Xbox came out, and then just (laughs) soon after that, it wasn't very long. I mean, it was maybe, like, a year or two or three maybe. Don't quote me on that one. But, like... The Xbox 360 came out, and then it was just like, "Whoa, this is this is a lot better." And it's not like a GameCube. Like I might have to look into get get a 360. Man, Halo 2 came out like one of the best Halo games out there. Got my rose-colored nostalgia glasses on, and uh, yeah, that's where I that's where I started most of my competitive gaming. High school competitive now, gaming okay. years. So
1: it made me think of something else with uh, with the 360 but do you remember obviously at that time ever there were still people using VHS and we were still on the DVD phase but, so at the launch of PlayStation and the launch of Xbox 360 that's when we were starting to get into HD now yeah. Yeah. PlayStation did their own thing they went with Blu-ray Xbox went with I think it was just called HD wasn't it?
0: Uh, All I remember back then was uh, having to switch over to, like, um, what I think they had. You had, like, an HDMI cord that lets you, on your, you know, new TV, play that 1080. Uh, Yeah, because the 360 still
1: had your normal audio outputs. And then I think that was the original release of the 360. Then they added the the HDMI. Yep, yep. Your, uh, Your yellow, white, and red. Um, but, yeah, so they switched over to that, but Xbox had their own where they went with HD, and it was actually, weirdly enough, when HD was starting to become a thing, when you still go and buy the disc, this was still... I mean, streaming was a thing, but it wasn't like where it is now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, at this point, you still, streaming you is still, like a job, and at this mm-hmm. point, it's like, I don't want to watch that guy work, because, like, you know, be it maybe he's funny, that's fine, but, like... There's well, way too many streamers out there. No, I meant like handling, like
1: Netflix but. and stuff like that to watch movies. So oh, if you're watching so movies. So, so when it came out, you had Blu-ray. Obviously, DVDs at the time were normally 20 bucks when they came out, when a new release came out. Blu-ray was 25 but the HD, which played on HD players or the Xbox 360, were 30 They were $5 more. Now, somebody <laughs> told me one time is how, because obviously, you know, you go back to VHS. It was between VHS and Betamax. Obviously, VHS took over. This was probably way before. It was still kind of before my time. But I was old enough where it's I too old knew. for me.
0: I've never even nope.
1: It's essentially another you know VHS kind of it's thing just... that just never saw the light of day. Same, kind of like HD DVD. Gosh. So now, obviously, it went Blu-ray. Now, somebody told me one time that whichever um, form of media porn goes with, that usually ends up being the dominant they went with VHS over Betamax they uh, when they got into HD they went with Blu-ray over HD DVD that's something and Blu-ray took over <laughs> it's not it's that's I
0: don't something. know if
1: it's true but when you start looking at stuff like that it makes that sense that is a
0: that is a huge i bet that is a huge uh, corner <laughs> of the market that people Uh, Naturally, you know, most people don't just, like, openly talk about it, I bet. But but I bet there is just a gigantic monster. Well, look what
1: 4K did with it. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine 8K. Wow. (laughs) This shit be coming out out at you.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I guess... But they
1: PlayStation never, had the market because of that because people were like, well, I might as well get a PlayStation Three because it's got a Blu-ray player. It's got built a Blu-ray player,
0: yeah. So like, because when Blu-ray
1: players came out, they were like five, six hundred bucks. So Even well, DVD players were expensive when they came out originally. Yeah, okay. I'm talking like when they first launched. This was back when there was probably like three DB three Blu-ray movies to pick from, kind of oh, thing. It. It's just like when everything went to HD, people were like, oh, got to get an HD TV, kind of thing. It's like you do know that like a majority of your TV is still being televised in 480i. So yeah. you have a HD TV that does 720p or 1080p or 1080i, yep. it does not it's not going to matter. And it's the same thing with 4K. People are going nuts, going out and getting 4K TVs and all that kind of stuff. Now, it is technology and movies are getting produced more in that higher quality, but at the same time too, it might say 4K, but it's probably more like 2K. And most stuff is not 4K because you go look and just a standard camera that you could use, just like a me and you kind of person, go out to Best Buy or get online, get a 4K camera, something halfway decent, you're going to spend three, four grand right now. I bet. Minimum. <clears throat> minimum for a, four, for a true 4K camera. yeah. You look at these movie producers and these companies; like they're not getting those kind of cameras, and they have probably dozens of these. So it's not a cheap thing to get into. So not everybody's going to do it. It's a lot more common now, but a lot of this stuff is upscaled to four K. It's just like it's just like DVD. You know, when they went to you know Blu Ray, well, it's upscaled to Blu Ray, so it's a higher higher resolution than DVD. Even though it's like, okay, well, how the hell am I getting Independence Day? in Ultra HD. It was not shot in that. They're just upscaling. So it's not true, you know, upscaling. Like, we talked to upscaling. Have you seen the um, Unreal Engine? They put, they use the Unreal Engine for uh, the Matrix game from like fucking 15 some odd years ago. Holy cow. It looks, <laughs> straight up, it looks like the movie. That's how real this looks when they update it on this engine. I've
0: noticed that, like, every time somebody says, like, Unreal Engine, it's got, like, a number behind it now. But, uh, yeah, like, a lot of games, they, they come out and they're just like, oh, this is going to use the Unreal Engine and it's going to be awesome. But then you have, like, a situation where you have, I think it was GTA Five was the last game that uh, I quit paying attention to, like, what engines they ran on. Because back in the development, um, you know, like, two thousand. Two thousand nine, you know, when there were just whispers of a fifth Grand Theft Auto installment coming out, they were like, "Oh man, just imagine how great the graphics are going to be going from four to five mm. And they were just like, "Oh, you know, you're going to see every raindrop. You know, you're going to be able to see the streets get gradually more wetter as I think the that's good, water that's rolls that's a into whole the thing gutters." Like
1: that, that falls under what ray tracing? I oh, think. Gosh, I, with the different lighting and stuff like that. That, yeah, that was a big thing when when Forza first dropped. Yeah, because that was like it's like a real big thing now too. But people I've talked to said it it like affects your frame rate. If you're on PC going from like 240 frames per second down to like 120, it does make a difference, but it's not like if you're on console going from 120 to 60 and people don't realize like I would rather watch a video in 720p at 60 FPS than 1080 at 30 because your higher refresh rate the it, the image is just going to be so much smoother. Like even most phones, like my phone, like I take a video and a lot of people don't even realize this, a lot of phones have this feature is usually default. It's set at 30 FPS. Well, you can toggle it to 60 FPS and you can notice how much of a difference. Like if you watch TikToks and other videos like that, you'll notice some of them just seem smoother than others because those were shot at a higher FPS. And that's just the same thing with, know fps is related to like first-person shooters but it's also frames per second frames per second yeah. um and especially when you get to like shooters and stuff like that that's why a lot of times you know you get to the thing where pc master race and it's like i get pc does master have advantages race. as far as a lot of this stuff but if you know if you look if i got the xbox series s i paid 300 for it you are not gonna make a pc you're not gonna build a pc for 300 to compete with that no <laughs> if you want a halfway decent pc well, nowadays with everything costing more because of the limited, you know, you know, chips and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you're looking at a good twelve hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, I had a real hot rod uh, computer back when I uh, started my freshman year of college, and um, I'll be suffice it to say it was a hot rod back in the day. But I think they say every two years or some tiny amount of time, like um, just the the quality. Um, and just the compute ability, I guess you could say of these chips and stuff like doubles. There's like a rule of it. I'm not sure who they call it, but, but a guy coined it back in the day and he said, yeah, like computing, like the processing power of things like every two or three or four years, just like doubles or triples mm-hmm. just because we find out how to compact things and make them simpler and make them quicker. And um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a real hot computer for maybe my freshman year into my sophomore year and then um you know it, it only took like another year after that before a whole new graphics card came out yeah that just was could, just I mean, you so could... immeasurably better you know it was like having four of my graphics cards <laughs> in one and uh i mean you do that what by the time i think i was leaving college there was even another better one i think the big two right now are still uh nvidia and um what's the other one Nvidia AMD, AMD. Yeah, yeah,
1: AMDs. Well, I think AMD is doing better now with some of their more higher higher priced lines that they have. But I, obviously I remember
0: there was a big shift back when I was in college of uh NVIDIA is like the the Apple brand where yeah. like they have the massive corporate but structure. You
1: talk to anybody that's got that, most people are gonna say they're <clears throat> running with like an Intel processor with an Nvidia graphics card. That's typically and yeah, a lot of the bigger gamers are going to be using the 30 series. Like 38ers, 3080s, 3070s. Those are the ones that are like in short supply right now. Well, people don't realize it's not just because of the supply chain breaking down, the reason that there's short quantities of these graphics cards. What exploded over the last year or two? Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Well there's people that are crypto farming, farming or bitcoin yes. <laughs> farming. You see some of these massive operations there are and people. these guys are using graphics a few, cards. A few hundred graphic cards in these in these things. Now, people don't understand like you start looking it up and it's like I seen one video the guy showed like a quarter of his warehouse, like just one room of all these. He's got like four or five rows. I mean, he's got probably at least at least 100 150 And these computers in each. And I think each of them have two graphics cards on each of them, the amount and just the power supply. I think somebody figured up and just this a quarter of his operation that he was using for bit like he's not gaming on it's literally just farming Bitcoin Yep. and it's just processing data. And this is literally I think somebody figured that to buy just the graphics cards at what they're going for right now is somewhere in like two point six million and that's a quarter of his operation. This does not include the, well, no, the I mean, power supplies. His entire
0: operation, but yes, you like this is a whole investment. It is a business style investment. There was even, um, I guess you could say, little like I wouldn't call them like scams, but just little uh, corners that people would get on people uh, renting server space for their computing. Um, they would rent a server and use it to mine Bitcoin, so that yep. way they could get out of paying for the power. Because the power bill alone,
1: oh, is astronomical. Even yeah. just somebody with a like a beefed up, like say three or four thousand dollar computer, their power supply has to be it handling sucks power. That. Like you can raise your utility bill like substantially. Yes. Like, what well, I have is not is, even like, close to what they would be having. on These house. things
0: they've got you know little heat sinks and fans on them too, and when they're running at capacity for you know hours, long, and hours, 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 hours and hours yeah. and hours, you know those suckers get hot. And I I know a couple people that you know they don't have to heat the second floor of their house because. You know, they got a computer up there running all day long, and it's just like a mini heater just blowing hot air. Right, and that doesn't even include
1: (laughs) when you get into areas where it's warmer climates and stuff like that. They're going to have to keep it relatively cool. So, you know, you get into, like, Arizona, California, Utah. These guys, they have to be running ACs in order to keep everything cool because you can't have it getting 100% humidity while it's 90 degrees inside a warehouse running these computer systems because you're going to fry them.
0: Yeah, it's it's a serious business investment um, for for mining Bitcoin, and I know but it's a, a lot of people it's are a potential in
1: serious return. Like I've seen yes. some people just have a few systems, like in a in a compartment, and they'll even say, "Yeah, my utility bill is like an extra couple hundred bucks a month just running these two or three computers mining yeah. for Bitcoin." But they are actually getting Bitcoin out of it, you yes. know. And it's like, okay, well, serious chunks. People don't understand. It's like, okay, one day it's 60000 the next day it's 5000 Well, that's a stock market. You actually have physical, okay, physical, physical, quote, unquote. You have digital currency. Currency, yeah. Now, the only thing that I foresee is eventually the government is going to come in because they're going to want their fair share. and now I I can't remember what country there is a a country I think that did legalize the use of it for purchasing things now I think there is some businesses Uh, that do accept Bitcoin but it's not it's kind of a tough currency like the average person Tesla yeah you don't want to the average person doesn't want to just go on because you go and buy one Bitcoin right now what is it fifty thousand oh. dollars for one bitcoin it, up and down i mean like it depends now mind on the you day. <laughs> if 10
0: years ago when it launched that's at, how people are making so much money man at, one day it's 46 like the next point day it's 52 three, yeah
1: point 0.3 cents a share 10 years ago if you would have yeah. bought
0: a thousand dollars of that yes. dude
1: you would not need to worry anymore yes
0: there are plenty of people out there that have forgotten that you know they bought a hundred dollars worth of bitcoin 20 years ago or and something. it's worth huge amounts, hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars it's ridiculous and, yeah. and that exact mechanic of the market is why people are just making it big right now because they are just buying when it's low and selling when it's high, man. Yeah. But
1: at the same time, too, I, you got you got to imagine that, especially the the U.S. government and other big governments are going to start stepping in, and there's going to be start regulating. But they're going to use the reason of, hey, um, well, with the way our our Fed federal department works for you know for you know your normal banking deposits where you're insured for up to what is it a quarter of a million dollars or whatever well we can't insure you with bitcoin because it's a digital currency so if you like forget your password or somebody hacks into your account they take all your money we can't do anything that's the excuse that they're going to use we need to regulate this we need to protect you and me and people that own bitcoin that's well, what they're I mean, going to use
0: the same concept with a swiss bank account right uh, when you get a swiss you account you're even just... a safe
1: something that's there's no proof that you have something kind of thing
0: yeah, I mean, with a, with a safe, I get it. That's a lot of space. But, like, you know, for the longest time, uh, you know, the richest people in the world, they would just use illegal means to bank at these Swiss bank accounts and uh, funnel, you know, all their money into it somehow. You know, <laughs> whatever illegal dealings they had because right. it's an illegal bank account. Who cares? You know, like, it's it's all going to get uh laundered through somehow, but uh yeah, you know, the big deal with why everybody wants one of those if they're if they're moving a lot of money is because um the the accounts themselves don't care who you are. You're just a name and a number. Right. And even then like you're not even a name. You're just the number. The number. You're just yeah. the number and yeah. then the amount. And yeah, that's why a lot of people, you know, back in the day it was like a real big boogeyman kind of scenario cuz you're like oh you know uh, James Bond is a you know billionaire philanthropist and you know he they're you know they're on to him and he's got you know all these all this money that he's bringing in that he's not paying in taxes he's sending it all to a swiss bank account somewhere like yeah that did happen but like i firmly believe there's a lot more people just <clears throat> buying into bitcoin for these people that are just immeasurably wealthy that have no clue how to get in on it but yeah and i mean i mean most people can
1: can buy in the stock and but (laughs) this
0: black market is right in front of us
1: (laughs) yeah and i mean well thanks internet that that whole thing with uh what robin hood the robin hood app and gamestop yeah i was on on that when they screwed over the uh yep yeah
0: victimized myself here yeah so
1: but i mean that's kind of where the stock market's a total crapshoot. I mean, I think a lot of people do have it's investments gambling. in like the four in their four hundred one k in retirement, but most the average person is not invest. They're it's kind of like they let it do its thing. They're in like low risk kind of things, like you're well, investing mean, in like Walmart and stuff like that, where the stock's not going to have crazy jumps or drops. It's just yeah. going to build over time, and that's kind of that's kind of what. Yeah, most people those, do. Uh, you know, you're not the risky named, stuff. Uh, uh,
0: Vanguard. Yeah, that's uh, who.
1: That's yeah. Ones. That's that's how. Yeah, that's how super, I've got minus or Vanguard.
0: Yeah, super, super, super flat line they're they're like,
1: meant for long term they're not meant yeah. for day traders or somebody that's looking to make a few bucks but clip. in the same time you look at the
0: record of how it is over five years and it's like yeah it had a little bit of a dip right here because covid and everybody yeah, had and, and you can't just like oh my god the stock welcome to idle hour we're going to talk about your 401k investments and yeah. why you should be investing in nfts <laughs> yeah somehow this <laughs> turned into uh Turn
1: from uh, talking about our childhood gaming experiences to this.
0: Well, we're going to get in on showing you my childhood gaming experience here. so, yeah, I think we're we're going to pretty,
1: yeah, that's that's how that first couple of games went, didn't it? So we're going to go ahead and uh, draw this live feed to an end. I will kick up a new one, and we will get going with the feed. Uh, We're going to play some Call of Duty online, and I think we'll maybe do a little 1v1 if I can get this set up, and we can see who's got the skills. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the the
1: kid or the gonna old be, man? It's going to
0: be the old man. Uh, you know, if you want to watch somebody that doesn't suck at video games, I'll plug my buddy here. Twitch.tv slash E-L-F-Y-R underscore TV. Elfier TV. Kyle Davis. The man, the myth, the legend. The man who got me involved with Halo back in the day.
1: <laughs> That's another thing. I, d- I, I need to get that new one downloaded just for when I get sick of all the skill-based matchmaking on Call of Duty it's gotten so freaking bad lately it's like yeah master it's, chief it's it's not bad. even fun yeah 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 i i i don't know i like i said i played the be- the beta for infinite a little bit couple hours of it i it was it's diff- it's definitely different
0: open world master chief man it was yeah it was completely different but you know uh from not having a master chief around for the last few years it was uh Was nostalgic to be like, oh man, I'm playing a Halo game, and I'm not playing as some drop shock trooper or something I don't care about. You know, this is like the Halo Five. You got to play as them in a brief second and see a lot of cutscenes and stuff. But you know, this is the next. Did
1: you ever watch that? I remember watching a Halo movie. (coughs) Reach probably is that what it was? Yeah, it actually wasn't half bad. The one that I saw, it was it wasn't too bad. But like I said, I didn't really get into the whole. Halo thing I yeah, there was some animated sp- movies it wasn't animated too, I but, think it was more live action well
0: I think you're talking about reach yeah and that was and I think they pulled that directly from the books um, or you know that was their main inspiration right but um, yeah I mean believe it or not a, a video game that has other forms of media yeah there's books of Halo there's books of the Witcher um, yeah I mean shoot don't get me started on the Witcher I can't tell you how many hours I pumped into that game <laughs> Ah, and on an ungodly amount. Somebody was just telling me the other day, they're just like, ah, you know, while you're waiting for season three to come out, you can read the books and play the games and I was just like <laughs> Yeah, I guess I could keep doing that. Like been doing it since what? Like twenty eighteen. Good God. Yeah. A solid five years in at least. But
1: <laughs> Alright everybody. Well, once again this has been the Idol Chatter Podcast and I guess uh, this was Marshall. He kicked off the show tonight, which was pretty awesome of him to interrupt me. Which he didn't really interrupt because he just kind of kicked it off. So he kind of didn't give guy, me man. didn't give me a chance to start it. So <laughs> so we will uh, close it off here, but we're gonna kick it back up with the stream for playing some Call of Duty. It's gonna get posted right here on the page so tune into
0: that one watch chris get his ass kicked
1: Yep, that's probably the case i haven't played in a little while so we'll see how that one goes so all right everybody we will catch you